In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Welcome to Bryce and Ren and Nedzi Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 7 of Nedzi Classified, titled Rumors and Photo Days. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, and with me, as always, is my uh, Mr. Floating Head Boy, Ren <laughs> Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Bryce, I'm flattered, but I just want to stay friends. I don't want to go out with you. Ren, what gave you that idea? You called me a floating head boy. I mean, it was it's a bit too affectionate. Uh, I got you. Do you think, um, did th- potentially it, this just all stem from a, a bad rumor? I mean, I did hear something earlier today. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't say that. So let's just... Have you ever uh, had a rumor spread about you? Have I ever had a rumor spread about me? Um... No, I feel like my gossip was pretty concrete. All right. Like rumors, rumors have like to be when fall. people talked about you, they had they had their facts straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I think when people would trash talk me or vice versa, They're it was pretty. pretty yeah, it was um, only accurate information, right? You wanted to spit facts. You didn't want to muddy the waters with like, you know, false narratives to then make it seem like the whole thing's made up. Yeah. What about you? Any uh, any rumors about you? I don't think so. I can't think of like any childhood instance of me need- needing to confront a rumor no. or anything like that. No. There's a there's an episode of The Office called Rumors. Is that the season five premiere? Season six premiere? Ah, uh, I think it. Six premiere. Yeah, I think it's the six premiere. Um, multiple rumors are thrown in there. Stanley, because uh, what Michael finds out, so Michael finds out Stanley's cheating on his wife, right? Yep. And then tells everyone, and then doesn't want. He realized it was a bad idea, so then he makes up a ton of rumors, including Pam is pregnant, which is true. As we um, learned in the season five finale. Yes, yes, that's a good finale. Um, that's but we're a good finale. Yeah. Uh, we're not Bryce here to talk. Yeah, in Dwight in the House, where we only watched the uh, the spinoff um, pilot, the failed spinoff pilot with the Shrewd Farms. The farm? Yeah. <laughs> it may come back, right? People really like The Office. I could see The Farm. I wonder how long it would take for, for an Office revival to happen. Oh my gosh, it's only a matter of days. It really is. Or at least a special, a reunion special, which is ironic because the finale is like uh, a reunion, isn't it? Kinda. Isn't I, it? That's the, I, the whole premise for the finale. Oh, like I thought you meant like a cast reunion. Like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Like in the right, show. It is a literal reunion. Yeah, so if they got them back together in-universe again, it wouldn't make a lot of logical sense. It would just be a second reunion. Double reunion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, 
But we're not here to talk about The Office. We should talk about Ned's. Uh, what did you think about this episode? I liked it. Another another good episode. Ned's season <laughs> one is hitting a nice stretch. Yeah, I feel like if I... Um, if someone were to ask me, like, oh, what is Nezzy classified? What is it about? Uh, at least the rumors segment here is what I would point them to. Yeah, the rumors segment is a f- fantastic, all-time <laughs> great segment. Yes, and uh, I'd be like, this is what Ned's is. Watch this, and then you'll get it. Then it'll all click. Uh, so, <laughs> man. Um, okay, so we have, have this. Before we dive in, Ren, um, do you want to talk about, we have our episode six and seven feedback, or sorry, five and six. Yep. Yep. Feedback um, form to go through. We have a few comments here. It looks like um, we did them both together because, uh, you know, uh, we recorded both of them together. And since, I don't know, we wanted to keep them together, uh, we put them together. <laughs> Wait a minute. Say that again. No, I cannot. To get her. To get her. We put them to get her. Episode 5. This is a note. Who is the best character in episode 5 and 6? Episode 5, Gordy with the honorable mention of the huge crew. Alright, we, we're going to see some more huge crew tonight. So that's good. Uh, episode 6, the, they felt that Mr. Gross was the best character. Who else could be a good sport about having mouthwash hosed in their face? It's got to wow. sting. I'm surprised Mr. Gross won. Yeah, the best yeah, character. Repulsive, and I'm glad we will not be seeing him again. Yeah, he was uh, the human embodiment of sweat. Yeah. Yeah, he looked... Um, you know when you're in a desert and you look ahead and everything's a little bit wavy? That was Mr. Gross. That was him up close, yeah. <laughs> That's him. Who is the worst character in episode 5 and 6? Susie times 100. <laughs> Wow. As a kid, I thought she was funny. As an adult, I hated how petty and flippy floppy she was. Dumping and undumping Seth multiple times is toxic. It was so funny. <laughs> Ned, Ned was slash will be too head over heels to see the red flags flying in front of his face. Not a good trait to teach boys and girls. I know it's for goofs. No disrespect to the actress writers. Her behavior made my blood boil. <laughs> wow. That is some passion. Yeah. Uh, and then episode six, whoever decided it was a good idea to keep the school open instead of closing during an epidemic. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, both. Okay. So crushes dances received uh, an av- an average score of a nine and then sick day spelling bees, an average score of a 10. Ren. What? <laughs> I feel like that's flip flopped, but based on. The feedback, I'm guessing that the, the Susie feedback here played into Crush's dances not being a 10. I, you know what? You know what it was? My, our, our, us arguing, I won them over. Yeah. The it was the bickering and saying, <laughs> saying that the killing bees were phenomenal and they deserve a 10. <laughs> um, all right, episode five. All right, any thoughts, unanswered questions, comments? Episode five, I respectfully disagree on Cookie's popularity report card. He single-handedly got to embrace World Renowned Supermodel Martika, unintentionally got her rabies. Cookie will be able to boast about that for the rest of his life. No other tween or cyborg will ever have that luxury. Nedimos are out looking for guppies while Cookie is shooting for the stars, A+. <laughs> but Cookie isn't the type of character who would boast about that. No, to he isn't. A failure. 
No, yeah, it was it exactly to him. It was not a big win. He years down the line might be looking back at this and being like, "Wow, I did have a moment dance with Martika." But, but then I gave her rabies. Yes, in the moment, I don't think it'll be much. And then episode six. Well, when I think about Nessie Classified, this episode, specifically Spelling Bees, is one of the ones I always remember. The image of all the boys stripping down to give Cookie the support to win is one of the best moments in Nickelodeon history. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, I feel, I feel a bit of a hyperbole, but uh, to each their own. Um, I, it really resonated with this person. Yes, I especially love the unanimous support throughout the school in getting Cookie to win. Yes, that, that I do personally like that element. This episode has the best Nezzy Classified has to offer. Jokes, tips, new lore to James K. Polk. That's why it gets a perfect score from me. Phenomenal. Um, and then uh, episode 50 ideas. So you and I, hold on, let's uh, finish this and then we should talk a little bit about episode 50. Okay. Uh, this person pitched uh, that we do Survivor. Um, Another round of Survivor? Yeah. Yep. Um, and then also that you and I should do a history podcast. What does that mean? Like a history of us. Oh, that's I funny. don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like a oral history, maybe. Bryson run through time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how exciting that would be. Yeah, it would just be recapping when we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time we were in college together. Yep. Um. Improv, which goes into college together. College, yep. Falls of the same thing. Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's... Maybe you and I could just read our entire messenger uh, history back. Oh, in character. We'll back go and forth. All the, all the way to the top. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. We could provide some context at one point. But, yeah. like, I feel like uh, there's context throughout the podcasts. So rather than like a given breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also don't want people to know too, like, you know what I mean? I don't want them to know too much. Yeah. Yeah. I I like, I like keeping things personal. Yeah. It's, you know, personal is personal. Private is private. That's what I always say. So, all right. Well, that, that's good. Um, all right. So some food for thought for the 50th episode. Um, Ren, what are you thinking? So I was thinking an entire block uh, oh shit! Let me pull it up Let, so I know the exact name. I sent you saw the picture, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so while I while I pull up the picture, I'll just say that I'm I'm against Survivor for the fiftieth only because I know we're gonna do it again. Yeah. Like exactly. That, that's, that's a given. It's not like uh, it, we will inevitably do another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when uh, Boomer beats Gordy in a final two. Uh, <laughs> unanimously will officially determine that boomer the bear is the best survivor player of all time all right so for our 50th episode my idea was bryce and ren and friday night nicktoons mm-hmm. we watch an entire block of cartoons that aired on september 24th 2004 this would be chalk zone my life is a teenage robot danny phantom all grown up and two episodes of spongebob I have the episodes for Danny Phantom, All Grown Up, and Spongebob. I do not have them for Chalk Zone or My Life as a Teenage Robot. I will try to find what aired those nights, but if I can't, then we'll just pick whatever was the most recent episode at the time. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I I think that's fun. I think it's great. Gets in the whole Nickelodeon of it all. Yep. Uh, it's a lot of homework for you and me. It is a lot of homework. It's a, a lot of homework for us. Um, 
but I'd be willing to do it as always. Um, the other thing is, <laughs> I don't know if we want to, uh, I don't know where this goes in. I sent you the, um, the commercials, just yes. the commercial segments, uh, from the night that Ned Z Classified aired for the first time. Uh, so I don't know if at one point, uh, we watched the, maybe that's a, a special in and of itself is we just watch that talk about the commercials. Um, I'd definitely be down for that. That'd be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, because so there's a YouTube video series called um, oh no, what's it called? Beyond um, oh, it's called All of the Garden. Okay, and I love it, Ren. Uh, It's uh, maybe three guys. I think they watch the same Olive Garden commercial, the same Olive Garden commercial, on a loop for. I think it's about an hour and they just provide their commentary on it. And they, they really go in depth on this <laughs> Olive Garden commercial. Uh, I would be interested in looking at one of the commercials from the night that Ned Classified aired uh, and essentially ripping that idea uh, and just talking, putting it on a loop and talking only about the commercial for about an hour. I actually really like the idea of watching the whole 40 minutes of commercials. For okay, the- you like you like oh. the full 40 minutes. You don't want to watch the same commercial uh, over and over for an hour. I mean, if it's a good commercial, you know, if it okay. really grips us in the 40 mm-hmm. minutes, maybe yeah. that's what we can dedicate another hour to. Okay, so maybe we'll pick like a best of from there. But okay, uh, so what I'm thinking then, 50th is we watch that, the block of episodes. Um and then separate from that, at one point, we watch that 40-minute YouTube video. Yes. Okay. If When you and I are maybe in between seasons or something, like if we need a break yeah, from, uh, from Ned's Declassified for a week, we'll watch those commercials and, and we'll do that. Okay. All right. Uh, sounds like a plan. So well, this is episode um, like 46 or something like that. I think 45, 46. I counted. Yeah, I did too. So we'll make sure that we uh, <laughs> we actually get the 50th where it's supposed to be. So, all right. Anything else? Ren, are you ready to dive in? Yep, I'm ready. Let's go. You ready? Okay, okay. Um, rumors. Ned is going to tell us that they are vicious. They can be vicious. They're, uh, he's going to give us some examples of some. For example, Mr. Chopsaw. There's a rumor that Mr. Chopsaw is made entirely out of wood. What do you think? Uh, I don't think he is, but it made me wonder something. How much of him is wood? Yes, I'm wondering how much, what percentage of Mr. Chopsaw is wood, and then my follow-up question is, what percentage um, does a person need to be uh, made out of wood in order to be a puppet? I think, I think if you're more than 50% wood, you're a puppet. Okay. Okay. Um interesting 50 percent wood puppet so like pinocchio he's 100 percent wood to be a human he could reasonably just ditch 51 percent wood and be boy 51 percent uh blood flesh and organs to become a real boy like if he were pragmatic that's what the movie would be about okay pinocchio sitting down thinking okay which of my wood parts don't Mm -hmm. i need that I can easily replace with flesh parts. Yes. Boy. Mm-hmm. Like how he gets those flesh parts, you know, that's the movie, but it, it, here's the premise. Yeah. And then said they deal with magic and they kind of 
convolute the whole thing. But I think our pitch here is that's that's the more straightforward, the the better Pinocchio. Yeah, this is the Pinocchio I would have wanted to seen if I were like a little boy in the nineteen forties watching Pinocchio. <laughs> yes. Just as Walt Disney intended it. Uh, I'm going to say 45% made of wood, Mr. Chopsa. So not puppet? I'm going to say he's not a puppet. All right, still a man, but we'll see. We'll see how the series treats him. Yeah, if he, yeah. You know, just takes most to cause one or two more accidents, and then he could go full puppet. All right, uh, so that's one of the rumors. Another rumor is that Backpack Boy is a superhero. What if Backpack Boy was a superhero? Yeah. It's going to be the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an interesting rumor. I don't really know what his superpower would be. And this is, he seems to fly in the example we see. He has like a jetpack. Yeah. I think his superpower is having like the backpack. Yeah. So he's, it's more of like a Batman or Iron Man type superhero where he isn't super. It's more of like the utilities that he has. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Ned is going to say to Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, have you seen Moe's? And Mo- she's going to say back. Claire's going to say back. She prefers Jennifer over Moe's. And no- uh, Ned is going to say, yeah, it's a cool name. I like Moe's. So. I, I understand mm-hmm. that this line was needed as set up for the whole plot. But she doesn't prefer Jennifer, right? I don't think she does. I think that like, she. She makes it clear. It's one of the first things we learn about her. Mm-hmm. That she's very proud to be Moe's and not Jennifer. Because she uh, she actively is like, I don't have a lot of friends who are girls. And, you know, like Jennifer's, uh, like, I think to her more feminine, like her more feminine identity. So, yeah. No, I, I thought this was, yeah, a little bit of a, of a ridiculous thing for Claire to say too. Especially with what we've been told. Um, all right, so Ned says, I like Moe's. And then the rumor starts we see people whispering to each other and saying that ned likes Moe's and that ned's gonna ask her out and we see that rumor end up with someone telling that to Moe's, and Moe's is like oh boy uh-oh <laughs> he likes Moe's. this is gonna be so funny ren i bet there was at least one kid in the audience watching the show when it came out who just wasn't paying close enough attention so they bought into the rumor yeah that's what the plot was and then the next day at school people were like oh did you see ned's and they were like yeah did you know ned likes moe's and then the whole thing just and then they have a rumor spread about them that they're dumb (laughs) i don't think that's how rumors work (laughs) did you hear did you hear dylan thinks that ned likes moe's what an idiot he's so stupid yeah i don't i don't know uh, so we get that, and now Gordy is going to jump out of uh, his little office yeah. space. Gordy cave. Yeah, the Gordy cave, and pull Cookie and Ned to the side and tell them that the rumor is starting to go around about the atomic flush. Rent, what's the atomic flush? The atomic flush is when you flush every single toilet in the building at the same time to make it bounce. This is... Um, this isn't real. Did, did you ever attempt this at your school? No, my school had in total uh, like four toilets. That seems like child abuse to me. <laughs> it's no. <laughs> it was a private did school, friend. Nine other people? <laughs> we had. Okay, we had uh, two toilet stalls in the boys' bathroom. 
I don't know how many toilet stalls were in the girls' bathroom. And then we had one shared, like, one, uh, like, yeah, gender-neutral bathroom downstairs in the cafeteria. So probably, like, six. Six, to- six whole toilets? I think so. <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe six whole toilets. The school wasn't that big. I never felt like I was waiting a long time to go to the bathroom. We had urinals. Did you but, pee a lot? I mean, when I was there, that would that was pretty much my only choice. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. Do, urinals don't seem to count in this atomic flush, do they? I don't. They go to a different pipe. They go to, yes. the, they go to the piss pipe. Yeah. <laughs> It's the beam pipe. We gotta. It's the poo pipes that we gotta. We gotta use here. Um, yeah. I I think that this is an absurd idea. No, I did not ever attempt the atomic flush. But, but did you? Yeah, we I we attempted it at my middle school. And? No, it did not succeed. It's not a real thing. Okay. But it's funny. It's it's such a fun school rumor idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I, I like it too. It's the like myth, uh, not mythical, but like the mysterious aspect of it. Tower of mystery aspect. And it's simple enough to replicate with a large enough room for error. Mm-hmm. Where like you can explain it away as like, oh, we didn't get it right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we are seconds off, right? Um. So Gordy tells them about this, and the rumor gets started every year. But we learn that Sweeney who Gordy calls the madman of science <laughs> shuts it down. Sweeney hates toilets. Yeah, Sweeney is very anti-atomic flush. Not a fan of even attempting the atomic flush. Well, he became a scientist because his father was killed by an erupting toilet. Yeah, yeah, and so... He wanted to solve the mystery of his death. Yes, and the atomic flush couldn't possibly be real. It couldn't have happened. He's run the tests. He's seen the data. Uh, rumor gets started every year. Yeah, Sweeney Madman. Okay, so now Ned is like, Moses is going to want in on this. And goes to ask Moses, but Moses bolts. She runs away. Um, and so now Moses asks Claire and... Uh, why can't I ever remember her name? Sniffles is what I wrote. That's not her Sniffles. name. Um, is it Zemo? Yeah, yeah Lisa, Lisa Zemo. So. Yes. Okay. Um, so Lisa Zemo, Claire Fo- Sawyer, future lawyer, and Moe's are going to have a huddle, presumably in like the girls' restroom. Moe's is like, uh, rumor has it Ned likes me. What should I do? Claire wants Moe's to get a restraining order. Just get Ned out of the picture altogether. Yes, but also who gets money in that scenario? Does, does, is Moe's paying Claire? I would guess so. Claire did uh, her stuff for Ned pro bono. Yes, but I think that that was like, um, like she, uh, like a free sample at Costco. It's like people know she's reliable and now she can start to charge. All right, all right. Yeah. So I'll she's con- she's going to push Moe's into the legal option. And Lisa Zemo's going to say, I always thought you two would make a cute couple. He's probably uh, looking at a picture of you right now. And Ned staring at a (laughs) toilet. How long did it take Ned to put together this blueprint of the atomic flush plans? This is a boy who's 
kept a tip guide active for years. Mm-hmm. I think it's just some second nature to him now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll make make this uh, toilet. Also, I think, Ren, that this is our first episode, correct me if I'm wrong, where the whole event of it takes place in the same day. Mm, technically, the school dance one, but that had a night. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but school day. Yes, so we don't have a bunch of like um, sun going down, sun coming back up situations, or there's no calendar to get us through the week. Yeah, it's very straightforward. All this is this appears to be the same day. They have the plan to flush all the toilets at three twenty this afternoon. Um, the teachers' lounge is the most important, uh, most important because that's where all the pipes lead to, or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a plumber. All, but that, all pipes lead to the teacher's, teacher's lounge. lounge. Yeah, it well, seems that's legit. All, that's where they all converge into the pit. Mm-hmm. The poof the pit. pit. Yeah. Um. So they're going to walk away, and then Sweeney is going to find the blueprint sticking out of Ned's locker. He looks at the camera. He's like, Big B will fail, just like all the rest. Uh, Sweeney for MVP here? Did you feel like Sweeney was talking directly to you? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, especially because he looked at me and he said, Brace. Brace! Uh, yeah. Brace, listen up. Big, Big B, B will fail. fail. Did you hear yeah. me, Brace? Are you listening? Down for Bryce and Ren later? <laughs> we could get him on the podcast. I don't know what he's up to, but... You got a cameo? I don't what's, know if he's... A... What's the guy's name? Um, <laughs> Mr. Sweetie. <laughs> I don't. I think he'd be willing to join us. Like I don't know what else he's doing. Don't Probably. Preach. Yeah, he made his Ned money. He left. He voices um, Nigel West Dickens in Red Dead Redemption. Oh, wow, that's a funny character. Good job, Don Creech. So we'll we'll see if he is in fact on cameo. Um. And if he is, maybe we'll bring him on. He's like, not. Yeah. Damn I, it. He's probably like, I don't know. He's probably happily like retired, sitting in the Bahamas, laughing every day. The All last right. thing he was in was in 2016. So maybe you're right. Maybe he's done. Mm-hmm. He pulled a Rick Moranis. He said, I'm done. I'm done acting. He was Prentice Mays in The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Ren, if you uh, had the ability to age backwards or forward, uh, which would you choose? I would age forward until I got super old, and then I'd start aging backwards. Then when I got too young, I'd start aging forwards again. So you would just keep on switching back and forth? Like, But I'd have to be careful, because if I get Mm -hmm. too old then I might forget to age myself back. To do it backwards. And if yeah. I go back too far, then I'm just a dumb baby. You know, what, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? So uh, that the writers for Adam Sandler's Click sued um, Benjamin Button for stealing the plot? That makes sense. Uh, b- both were based on the, the short story. <laughs> Which short story are you talking about? Are you... The Fitzgerald short story that 
Benjamin Button is based on? The Great Gatsby? The Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Oh. <laughs> it's a 1922 short story. In which, okay. And so and they're both based off of it. Click in the Curious yeah, Case well, of like Benjamin that, Button. It's not the idea of a man who <laughs> uh, manipulates time with <laughs> a TV remote from The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. A short story about a man who ages back backwards. Yeah, man. If uh, Adam Sandler and Benjamin Button met in the middle, would that work? Would that be good for them? Do you think? You know I what think I mean when I say meet in the middle. It could make a good dramedy. Yeah. Like Adam Sandler gets uh Adam Sandler in his prime gets Benjamin Button into some wacky shenanigans. Ah, oh, Benjamin Button, what are you doing? <laughs> Benjamin's like, Adam, can you pause me? And Adam's like, this pause button's broken. Uh, <laughs> Rewind. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then uh, what's his face uh, from that one movie? Uh, he's like, uh, uh, drink your milk. Drink my milk? <laughs> what is it? The... Uh, Oh my god, who am I thinking of? Ben Stiller. I'm thinking of, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Ben Stiller. She's like, Grandma's like, would you get me a nice glass of milk? And he's like, I'd get you a nice glass of shut the hell up. Is this Happy Gilmore? Yeah, it's Happy Gilmore. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, he's the uh, caretaker, right? Yeah, you know, the one guy in that movie who says, uh, you got the milk. I can't believe we got nine movies into the Sandler thon. <laughs> That could be our 50th. Just complete Finishing it. We take a pause on Neds to watch every Adam Sandler's movie week by week <laughs> for the nice 50th episode. <laughs> episode 50A. Episode 50B. I, I bet there are less than 26 Adam Sandler movies we have left to watch. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd need to start over at this point. I really I really want to watch, a, what was it, Bulletproof again? <laughs> oh, that was- What's the one with him on the boat? That one was also painful. Uh, Overboard, I think. Boy, where my gallstone was hurting me intensely, and I had to leave. Yeah, but that was, it was Waterboy is the most important Adam Sandler film, Ren, because it connects the universe. It it's connects. How? Because he goes to heaven in that movie. Oh, you're right. Was it Little Nicky? No, I think. Ah, damn it. See, that's why we gotta watch them again. So I, I know what you're saying, though. There is a, there is some connectivity. Yes, uh, in the greater Sandler verse. Um, and so at lunch, Moses is gonna tell Cookie that everyone's talking about Ned asking her out, and she wants Cookie to tell Ned she just wants to be friends. And I'm pretty sure uh, Moses performs what uh, I would call, for lack of a better term, a titty twister. Oh, I put down purple nurple. That's a better term uh, than what I had, so thank you. Uh, both are accurate, you know, they get the point across. Yeah, uh, to, so she does that to Cookie to make him uh, tell, to, like, confront Ned, pretty much. And so then Moe's leaves, Ned comes over, Cookie tells Ned Moe doesn't want to go out with them, Ned thinks it's ridiculous, and um, he doesn't like Moe like that. Uh, although he does say, if I were a girl, I'd be thrilled if I liked me. I, I also made notes. 
<laughs> I don't. I have no commentary. <laughs> don't really know what to say about that, but it is something he says. Um, and so then Ned and Moe's go to confront each other. Ned puts Cookie in charge of the atomic flush because he's like, Moe's is more important than a toilet. And then he like double checks with Cookie, right? Yeah. Cookie's like, yeah. So Ned goes to tell Moe's. They find each other. They confront each other. And they both don't want to go out with the other one. That was that, Ren. You missed the uh, little transition where it's a heart with their faces in it. Yeah. Yeah, editing team was real proud of that one. Well, then it becomes a toilet after. After. <laughs> I did. Does it? That's very yeah, funny. Be, once they uh, wrap up this little plot, it becomes a toilet. <laughs> Still in the heart? Yep. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was just a rumor. Um, so Ned and Moe's are then going to walk down the hall, and they're going to try to just ignore it. They're like, oh, if we just ignore the rumor, it'll go away. People are looking at them funny. The uh, the huge crew and Loomer both take Ned and Moe's respectively and threaten them, saying, you broke my heart, now we're going to break you. And um, they both get the shit beat out of them. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. The episode ends, the credit rolls. <laughs> Another day at James K. Paul. <laughs> No, uh, they don't. It's more of a threat here, and so Ned and Moe's are like, "Okay, we need to address this. We need to do something." They decide that they're gonna break up. Um, so before they can break up, though, we're gonna cut over to the Atomic Flush storyline, where Squirrely is gonna knock on Gordy's door. Uh, what's the password? He says the weasel runs at midnight, uh, and so they let him in. Uh, Sweeney is around the corner, and he's like, "Time to put a stop to the flush." Imagine pop. walking through the hall and you see your science teacher <laughs> down around a corner, muttering to himself something about toilets. What do you th- what do you think's going on? Mm. I think he'd have to use the bathroom, and there's yeah. something in there. Yep, I would probably tell him. Yeah, I'd be like, "There's a toilet over there, restroom, and the nurses." You know, I hear the teachers' lounge has one. Those are all options for you. Yeah. Um, so they're going to go over the plan for the atomic plush. Everyone is going to flush their respective toilets at 320. That's when Sweeney's going to knock on the door and Coconut Head asks Sweeney for the password. And Sweeney, uh, I, I didn't catch his first one. Something like a weevil. The weevil runs at night. Yeah. And they're like, that's not it. And then he tries the diesel buns all, all right. Like, no. I like that Sweeney respects the boundaries of passwords. Yeah, I was gonna say, would they, and also would they have let him in if he did get the password correct? It's only fair. Yeah, I'm like, well, he got it. Get it right. We gotta let him in. To quote The Wire, Bryce, a man's gotta have a code. Yeah. <laughs> also referenced in Community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the crew is then gonna do a flushing motion together as their like group symbol, and now they're all gonna go take their places. So they do that. They go to their respective toilets. Um, they all have radios, which that seems expensive. Uh, it's a cookie, you know? He just bleeds this stuff. <laughs> cookie was like, yeah, Cookie was like, yeah, I'll do a sacrifice. Gave himself a paper cut and bled some radios and then put a Band-Aid on it. Is that what is? Yeah, okay. It's, that is what liter- yeah, it's a literal interpretation of They needed what she some said. batteries, so Cookie had to chop off a finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man's gotta have a code. 
And so Gordy uh, is going to encounter an issue here, though. Sweeney barricaded the teacher's lounge bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Inside. He is a true cartoon villain. I love the lengths he goes to prevent the atomic flush. Mm-hmm. Well, based on the lore you provided, I mean, if he lost his father to a potential atomic flush, is that what he's afraid of? I was thinking this was more revenge, you know? Okay. Kind of like, kill the demon before it can wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. he killed his father, now he's trying to prevent it. Yeah, from his tracks. Also taking him. Uh, so that's going to be his plan. He's going to board up. He says, I'm not going to leave until after 3.20. Cookie tries to abort the mission, but Gordy says it's still a go and he will flush the toilet. Okay. Um, Moe's and Ned are going to publicly break up for being secretly together. Moe slaps Ned. Did you see the huge crew holding themselves back? Yeah, I thought, I it, it. thought it was really funny. <laughs> they were so ready to go beat up Moe's for slapping <laughs> Ned. Not our Ned. Um, I love that this episode demonstrated, not that we didn't know this already, but that both Ned and Moe's have their respective, like, uh, like physical fighters who will defend them because yeah. they have crushes on them. So, and I hope that we see more of that. I like, I like that both groups exist. Me too. Um, what else? Yeah, so after they f- uh, break up, they're like, yeah, we should also still be friends. And everyone's like, okay, whatever. They all walk away because they're bored with it. All right, it's 319. One minute till the flesh is supposed to go off. Sweeney is looking at Ned Bigby's blueprint, which he still has, and brought with him to the bathroom. Reading material. Yep. Gordy then saws a head hole in the door. What if this happened to you at Leslie? You're, you're in the third floor U-Haul bathroom, enjoying yourself. Okay. Only Dennis starts sawing the door, <laughs> telling him to get back in class. His face gets stuck in the hole. And I just on the toilet all embarrassed looking at him. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of questions here. Like but what? I'm not going to explore the questions. I'm just going <laughs> to respond to the what if here. Um, I would feel deeply ashamed. <laughs> ashamed? Yeah, I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> be like, oh my god, I'm on the toilet. You wouldn't you not even like angry? I mean, yeah, I'd be angry too, but first oh. my initial reaction would be like, this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. And then if his head gets stuck in the door, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, so well so here's the thing. And this also, in this scenario, this might change my mind, too. So Gordy's going to start to preach science at Sweeney. (laughs) Sweeney's like, this can't be true. There couldn't be an atomic flush. And Gordy's like, as a man of science, I'd expect you to want to flush it. Einstein would flush the toilet. So if, back to the scenario, uh, Dennis, uh, who has just sawed a head hole in the door and has his head stuck in it, says to me, uh, as, as a man who... Uh, once who wants to do a scene about the West Wing? I think <laughs> that uh, that Martin Sheen would flush that toilet and say, "Dennis, what are you talking about?" Bryce, I think Dennis would ask you if Shaq can shoot free throws. <laughs> Shaq can't shoot free throws. 
<laughs> What's the pilot called? I don't remember, but I do remember Boomtown. Oh no. What's uh I remember um the action, but I don't remember the line. There's like an action where you like uh oh, uh you pick something off the ground and chuck it and you're like ditch it. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? There's a lot of very dumb stuff like that in that. <laughs> ditch it. Um Okay. So Sweeney's gonna get convinced by science. He's gonna flush the toilet at 3.20, and at first nothing's gonna happen. And then all of a sudden the teacher's lounge toilet starts to rumble. Gordy's head is stuck. Uh, Sweeney is boarded himself into the bathroom. <laughs> they scream. The toilet erupts. The CGI toilet explodes from outside of the school and lands in the front yard. And um, the kids, we cut to the kids who are all sitting on the steps disappointed. And then that's when Sweeney and Gordy come by to let them know. <laughs> let them know that it worked. They felt the school jump up. The kids are then kind of convincing themselves that it did happen. And uh, Gordy's like, I can't wait till the night guy sees this. <laughs> what a monster. <laughs> and then Backpack Boy was a superhero. Yeah. We learned he was a superhero the whole time. It's a fun episode. It is a fun episode. Yeah. It really comes into the Neds as a cartoon angle. Yes. Yeah, like Sweeney um, straight up could have had the like evil mustache of like a classic cartoon villain this mm -hmm. whole episode, and I totally would have bought it. He was I, he played the part so well. I love that he learns forgiveness and learns to move on from his father's death. Mm-hmm. There are some things in life we just can't control. The atomic flush, it was a force of nature, you know? Yeah, it was inevitable. Tornado. Mm -hmm. It's like Hurricane Henry. There's <laughs> now a uh, tropical yeah, storm. They really hyped up Hurricane Henry for nothing, huh? So, I mean, I, they showed me pictures on the TV of trees that fell. Uh, I did see some tree fall. Right. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, you know, Hurricane Henry... Uh, not didn't live up to the name at least here i was expecting some flooding in the streets you know yeah uh okay so we're done with this segment then uh let's quickly look at some tips here we don't have a lot of tips in this segment we have two uh we were given tip number 308 which is if you're on the wrong end of a rumor ignore it mm. confront your rumors nip them in the bud before they blaze out of control yeah yeah i feel like it's not good like if you hear something about yourself or even like about a friend it's you not know it's wrong mm -hmm. say something don't just stay quiet yeah what are you afraid of coward mm -hmm. big scaredy cat you B wimp Tier. ned's a wimp you said b tier i said d d tier yeah d for disastrous tip all right, tip tip number three twelve. Don't believe rumors. Don't spread them. Yeah, reasonable enough, mm -hmm. I guess. <laughs> sure, Ned. Sure. Don't believe rumors. Don't spread them. Unto you. <laughs> yeah, I agree with them. I, I like an A tip. Nothing yeah. groundbreaking. It's a it's nice though. Yeah, nice sentiment. Um, school photos. Moms love them. Moms love them, the wall loves 
So I have just a question logistically here What's about up? this, the wall of photos. Okay. Did your school have a wall of photos? No, no, okay. of, course not. of course my school did not have a wall of children's faces. Yeah, this is a weird, this is a weird thing. Um, because they're spaced out rather well and zoomed out, it, it, I would guess in total there's about 30 pictures of kids on this wall. And there's no way that that's the whole class. I know for a fact in Ned's Declassified that that is not the entire sixth grade class. Second no, of all, not enough. No, no. Second of all, um, these kids weren't previously at this school, right? This is their first year at James K. Polk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So um, they were like at separate elementary schools and then they took these pictures from their elementary from their fifth grade and put them on this wall to like they welcome them. them. I just they reference like last year's photo. Yeah. And that's the one Cookie has up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, weird. I, now that you bring it up, like logistically, that's very strange. Why yeah, would they th have these kids' photos from last year from their elementary school? And yeah. you know, they didn't all necessarily come from the same elementary school. No, no. This was like, please send in, please, uh, parents, please send in uh, your kids' photo from last year so we can put it on our wall. Um, and that's that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just felt this was weird. Did you like picture day when you were growing up? Uh, I didn't like dislike it. I mean, it wasn't yeah. something I got excited for or unexcited for. It was usually just a day where I wore a shirt with a collar. Yeah, this this episode hypes it up a lot, for sure. It makes it a bigger deal than it actually was. 110%. No one ever saw your school photos other than mm -hmm. you and your parents, in my experience. Yeah, unless it was like, uh, I think like 8th grade or like, 12th grade so like those senior years where you get a yearbook oh yeah um then you know people see the pictures but even then how often are people going back to look at those photos exactly yeah um so we get that we're gonna get some like intro tips here so ned's gonna be like here's some tips about photos um i'm gonna <laughs> i can't not ignore them right now uh we, we don't we won't read them but like don't talk just smile is one that he's that's the first tip he throws at us and they show uh squirrely talking during a photo we get no blinking which is a terrible tip ned um and then pick a nose uh pick a pose not your nose pick a nose any nose <laughs> pick a nose any nose we see coconut head uh with his finger up his nose in his photo you um, have the urge to just shove your finger up your nose when you know you're getting a photo. Yeah, especially, that's the, like, really? Especially when you know that there's a camera right on you. Like, yes, this is the time. Um, and then we learn that, uh, that Moe's doesn't like taking photos. They make her uncomfortable. She was something else this episode. She was. She was a, a real downer in every scene. <laughs> Moe's is hurting. She is. The uh, sh mere thought of photo day brings her much pain. She can't smile, Bryce. Not all of us can. Mm. If Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I had to go and take a picture for my grad school. I had to finally get my college ID. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a year into grad school and needed to go and get that. 
I went and did that this week and it came time for them to take my picture and I'm at the point where like I don't even want to smile for these. I generally don't smile for photos. Yeah. Like do you um when you say you don't smile like do you do anything or do you just I mean, like, like look blankly? I smile with my face. Yeah. You don't like uh lift up like lift up your mouth to show your teeth. No, I I never show my teeth. Yeah. Um I feel like that's that's the point where I'm getting to, Ren. Is I'm no longer like, oh, gotta show my teeth, like gotta have a big smile. Like I'm kind of just like, I'll smile with my face, mouth open, thumbs up, <laughs> shoulder out, <laughs> shoulder out. What is like? <laughs> you don't have your shoulder out. I their shoulders back or forward. But I'm just trying right now to physically do that, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna split my body. Um. Yeah, so Ned recognizes that Moe's is dressed like a slob. So we see them all dressed for picture day. Ned is he's dressed in like a button down. He looks nice. Cookie's in a like a suit. Yeah. I was thinking we were going to get yet another kind of storyline about Cookie wearing something that's like uncomfortable or something like that or like overdressed. But it's it's never really addressed. Yeah. He looks good. So, um, Cookie has had a hard time with his pictures where he has been like yawning or scratching or last year he wore the same color as the backdrop. So he had a floating head, you know, he struggled, he struggled with his pictures, but Cookie has a plan for a perfect picture. Moe says she's going to take the wolf. Ren, what is taking the wolf? Taking the wolf is when you turn down a photo and just let the photo wall have a picture of a wolf instead of your picture. Honestly, I don't think that's a bad choice. But Ned thinks it's damnable. Yeah. Not something you want. <laughs> Ned's like, you can't take the wolf, Moe's. Is there a chance Ned won't talk to Moe's if Moe's takes the wolf? Why would he bother? She took the wolf. Yeah. Give him the wolf. That's what they showed at the wrestling <laughs> matches. Uh, <laughs> my favorite in Shrek. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, give him the chair. All right, so uh, we see this camera boy again. We Scoop is his name. He's given a name now. That's right, the kid who died in the 1920s. Yeah, so he haunts the school and takes photos. Uh, loves taking pictures of Ned. The camera loves you. Smile, Nettie boy. <laughs> He's funny. He's a funny little dude. I like him. He's yeah, got a good energy. Ned wants Scoop to take a picture of Moe's, and Scoop doesn't want to. Scoop's got to take off. Oh. He skedaddles. When uh, you hear the word Scoop, what are the first three things? So uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Scoop ice cream. Okay, what's the second thing that comes to your, ice, to your mind? Scoop kid. All right, second, uh, third thing. That episode of Rugrats where they go golfing and the babies find a gigantic ice cream mini golf course and mm-hmm. they go inside of it. Nice. I learned that technique in um, in drama classes where you never want to ask about the first thing or the second thing, but it's the third or the fourth thing where you'll be digging and hitting the gold. And that's the scoop? Yeah, so that's why I asked you three times. I didn't want to just hear your first thought, but I wanted to hear your second and your third because the third one is, is that was the best one. <laughs> Rule of three. Yeah. Um, that. 
with his head in the bathroom door. Uh, Gordy is going to be drying floors with a big fan. Okay. Uh, that's just a detail. That I didn't realize it was introduced that early, so thank you for pointing it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll know about it later, but it, that's there. Um, yeah, there's some pretty clever like table setting. Ned says Moe's um, Ned says Moe's has a beautiful smile and is a beautiful girl. And then we get a screeching Hulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and Moe's can't smile for the camera guy. Ned needs to get her better clothes. Right. When you need better clothes in the middle of a school day, where do you turn to? If I was Ned, I would have turned to the Lost and Found. Why not Sewing Club? Sure. We could try Sewing, sewing Club. And oh, wow, is that a beautiful blouse? On Pillow Day of all things? Pillow Day. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> pillow Day. Yes, the classic infamous <laughs> Pillow Day. All right. Um... So yeah, Ned's gonna grab a blouse from Moe's at the sewing club, which we see Loomer's crony at again. Yep. That's a nice thing. We're gonna get some tips about the camera. Um, that we meet the camera guy who just kind of like takes the pictures and makes comments. He's like, "Wonderful, great, you perfect." He is a Corey in the House alumni. So yes, um, but who? Yes, okay, he's Mister um, Mister Trembles. He was in the Nikishka episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Trembles, right? I think that's his name. Um, he owns the firework factory. I was like, he looks so familiar to me. And thank you. That's the connection. All right. Um, and Ned's also going to give the tip to dress not like someone you saw on TV. And we see SpongeBob. SpongeBob. It was weird, right? It was weird. But, uh, you know, gotta do a little cross-promotion. Gotta keep the sponge happy. Yeah, we get literally a full-on, like, Spongebob costume. And it's like a good three-second shot of Spongebob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to say, get the full thing. And it wasn't that funny. You you show that goddamn sponge or you're not getting the second season. Mm-hmm. Gotta do it. Okay, so we see Moe's practicing her smile in the camera. And Moe's is frustrated. She can't smile under pressure. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it is, this, I, I don't care about this plot, Ren. You don't care about Moe's trying to learn to smile? No, I really don't. She just wants to have the best school photo ever for the photo wall. That It's, listen, like, Moe's, just either take the wolf and, like, let Ned ignore you for the rest of your life, or just smile with your face, like... It doesn't need to be the best picture in the world. It's okay. But instead, like, I don't know. She just bothered me this episode, right? <laughs> she was really just nothing but negative energy. No, Moe's was not being true to herself. She wasn't believing in herself. No. Uh, and so Cookie's plan is to... Um, we learned his plan. Remember, Cookie said that he had a plan to take the perfect photo. Cookie is going to plug a cord into the camera guy's camera so he can later edit the photo to get a perfect picture. But... The camera guy doesn't have the a digital camera, so there's no way to plug a cord in. And before we get here, though, yeah, yes, uh, Cookie shows Ned and Moe's his little program by making a horrifying ghoul face <laughs> that he, he like gives no context for, and it just had me dying laughing. 
He like punches his hand a little bit. Yeah. He's like, this is a. He's like, I'm gonna take a bad picture of me and make it good. Yeah, it's pretty impressive technology, by the way. It is, but you know, it's all it's all about film, kid. Sweet emulsion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He takes the camera guy uh, takes the film directly out of the camera, and then he look he like crumples it, and he's like, I feel like he's gonna like rub his face against it, and then he realizes what he did, so he tells Cookie that some kids are gonna need to take the wolf. Um. Cookie's nervous, and then we don't know this girl's name, but she's popped up multiple times. This unnamed girl tells Cookie that the camera guy doesn't even look. She could have sent a live bear up in her place, and he wouldn't even notice. So Hmm. Cookie does just that. Yep. Get ready for Boomer. (laughs) Uh, No, Cookie Cookie hears that, and he's gonna... He has a good idea. A really good idea. Um, Ned then bombards Moe's with the digital camera. Moe's threatens to punch Ned. A sweet honey delivery interrupts the lunch line. Yep, it's good to note. And the lunch lady is like, tells him to move it, and then she's like, actually, I'm going to take care of it. Uh, she gives Ned his beans and says, I see chicken in the beans. There's chicken in the beans? No, there's uh, not your beans. I want the chicken with beans. No, there's pork in the beans. Pork? Mm-hmm. I like this lunch lady character. You do like her or you don't? I do like her. Yeah, I do too. I like her, uh, the prophetic energy she brings with her. Mm-hmm. She's really, she adds a nice, um, like, backup to that element of buildup in the episode. It makes the whole thing seem that much more fluid. Like, they, unlike <laughs> Cory in the house, the writers know where they're going from the start of the episode. She also reminds me of, uh, she's like, she's like, uh, in that same category as Gordy, like the mm-hmm. lunch lady you wish you had, like yes. all of these people who realistically would never be able to be a support figure in a real school serving no. support figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is lovely. She's really fantastic. Um, Scoop is going to come by real quick, take a picture of Ned, uh, says, I can see it now. Bigby boy buys beans. <laughs> Terrible headline. BBBB. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to find out what Cookie's master plan is now that he can't use his Photoshop uh, technology. Cookie's going to audition people to pose as him. I'll never forget <laughs> the day I walked in and said, I'm here to read for the role of Ren. <laughs> and history <laughs> made that day. <laughs> yeah, I, Ren, I auditioned eight people before I cast you as Ren. I'm glad you did. Yeah. It was between you and a sumo wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) But I went with you. Yeah, I like my favorite of the cookie um, audition figures is the one who's British. Who says, what is it? Durga's gonna... What is Durga's gonna fail me if I'm late? I can't do it. I can't say it the way he does. Durga's gonna fail me if I'm late. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. They were all like quoting lines from earlier episodes too. (laughs) Yeah. Which is like a funny thing to do seven episodes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is very funny. Um, and, you know, Cookie isn't seeing himself in any, in any of them, including the sumo wrestler. And then finally, a tall, beautiful, bald man <laughs> comes in. <laughs> Cookie says, uh, you're everything I see. 
it would, it's something along the lines of like, like looking in a mirror, a mirror in my imagination. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And so he finds them just in time as his class is called to the pictures. Okay. So now Cookie and his newly hired beautiful Cookie are going to run down the hall. Uh, oh, Bryce, you forgot. <laughs> the sweet honey has been delivered. Yeah, it's been left behind the camera. Which is naturally where it would go in the. I assume that they're in the gymnasium. Yeah. Yeah. So in the gymnasium, uh, behind the pictures, right there, uh, Mose is gonna sit down. Ned's gonna kneel down and be like, "I'm gonna tell you a joke. You're gonna laugh and you're gonna smile." Ned knows great jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, such as this one. He says, "Knock, knock," and then we cut over to Cookie, running down the hall with beautiful new Cookie. Is this for a play or a film? Yeah, more in the nature of personal appearance, Cookie tells him. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie has gotten an international supermodel, and now this beautiful man. I love how outlandish Cookie's plots get. <laughs> uh, Cookie is going to get blown by the wind. Remember, Gordy is drying the floor, so the fan is going to blow it cookie who's gonna stumble a bit stumble in fact into the sewing club who has a bunch of feathers from pillows they're gonna fall and the feathers are gonna follow cookie into the gymnasium cookie is then gonna um come tumbling towards ned moses is gonna be yelling cookie cookie and then that's when cookie runs into ned uh Ned falls into the honey. The honey spills on Ned, and then the feathers are blown by the wind. Some guy yells, my glove, um, and a glove <laughs> comes and lands on Ned's head. Thus creating Chicken Boy. Chicken Boy. Yes, uh, Mose is going to smile. She likes it, and now we're going to see Mose gets the picture she wanted. Cookie is going to successfully get the beautiful man to take a picture as him. <laughs> Uh, which I'm glad Cookie got a win here. He got everything he wanted. Yeah, this was, it was I'm happy for him. And uh, Ned is going to be known as Chicken Boy. And that's that's our episode, Red. Was it a Bravo. fun one? Great episode. Yeah. Um, the, my glove, I really like that part. We get uh, build up in context for the feathers, for the honey, and then the my glove is just <laughs> a no context detail. All right, uh, let's look at the tips here, Red. All right, All right. Uh, tip number 867.66. Um, don't talk, just smile. Hmm. Keep your mouth shut, just smile. Yes, I believe, um, isn't this from Hamilton? Don't talk, just smile. I, I yeah, you know, don't mm-hmm. talk. Talk, just talk. smile. <laughs> yeah. I, I specifically remember that line uh, being from Hamilton. Is Lynn, did Lynn perhaps um, steal Rip this? Roll, yeah, steal this from you and I who stole it from Ned's Declassified? I mean, I don't see why not. Hmm. Yeah. Um, this is not a great tip. It's a fine tip, maybe. I don't know. Don't talk, just smile. Hmm. Like... I, I my heart says C. Yeah, it's a it's a. I mean, what about this next one? No blinking. No blink. Don't blink. Don't blink. It's a D tip, <laughs> F tip. You gotta blink. This is a stupid tip. Everyone blinks. Yeah. Pick a pose, not your nose. 
I guess. <laughs> These are not good tips, Ren. C, another C. Uh, this one rhymes, though, at least. What was that? All right. Uh, then we, there was actual real tips, uh, kind of real tips in this. Um, only dress up the, for the part the camera sees. <laughs> don't put on pants. Don't yeah. put on shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't even Nothing have to. Else. You can roll up your sleeves if you want to. Yes. So this is um, Ned gave this tip before Zoom was a thing. And as we know, Zoomers really took to this advice in the past year. Do you think it's good advice? You think it's made the world a better place in practice? No, it's only led to like um, cringy CNN articles <laughs> about like you'll never guess what this doctor does on this Zoom call with a patient. Yeah, I think it's like a B tip, C tip. No, it's a, it doesn't make the world better. D tip. D tip. Let's just bring it all the way down to F. <laughs> what do you think? Where does it go? D. Okay. Uh, oh, be yourself. Be yourself. Tip number four eighty seven point six W. Be yourself. This is what's F. written. It's be yourself. Dot dot dot. F. Mm-hmm. This that's something you say when you don't have real advice to give. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. You know, just be you. You're already yeah. the best mm-hmm. you can be. Mm-hmm. No one's ever the best they can be. That's why, you know, people should be lifelong learners. Um, tip number 487.4.25. It's okay to practice your smile. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if you're walking down the street and you feel like you need to practice your smile. No, that is not the time. Don't add it at people. That's definitely not the time. <laughs> you, like, you can even do like a little snap and point, get their attention. Yep. A snap and point. Like a finger gun? Yeah. Like snap, point, smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a three-step move. Or like a four-step move because you want to step. Mm-hmm. Step, snap, point, smile. And, and just then do that. Do you pause when you do that as well? Well, you want to do it all in like one seamless motion. So I know, but I mean, does it end in a pause or do you keep moving? So you want to make sure that you are smiling as soon as your foot hits the ground. Okay. Snap point smile has to be in the same beat. Yeah. You're lifting your foot up and down to walk. And you have to do that every time you take a step. Okay. Um, yeah, I think in that case, probably a B tip. A tip. A tip. <laughs> it's okay to practice your smile. Yeah, let's give her an A. <laughs> uh, all right. Tip number 763.3. Take practice photos. Of what? Of yourself? <laughs> Selfies? Is this Ned starting the selfie craze? I get this is a bad this is bad. You can't practice for, for a school photo. No. Take practice photos. D. Okay, yeah, these are just rough tips all across the board here. Um in picture day. I don't think there's a lot to write home about. Uh Fred, do you want to look at some report cards? Report cards? Yeah. What I do you do. think? I do. Yeah. So let's you're... uh let's start with Ned. Okay. So let's Ned see. owned himself today. Mm-hmm. He cleaned up good and got the perfect rotten picture. Mm-hmm. He was confident. Mm-hmm. He showed the two sides of Ned Bigby. 
I think his social status has increased. Did you? Uh, I do. Yeah. So I agree with you. But real quick, I thought um, it was strange that his a big feature of him in this second segment is that he's super photogenic. I also thought that was very strange. He's not popular. He's not notoriously good looking, as we've been told by the show. So why are we getting this? I think they just didn't want to have all three characters struggling. Yeah. They chose Ned to be the confident one. I feel like it should have been the opposite. I feel like Mo should have been like, it's a picture, deal with it. Right? But I Maybe they wanted to keep things balanced between the yeah. cast. Okay. Uh, so social status, we have at a B right now. You're thinking that he goes up to like a B plus? I'd say a B plus. Okay. It's doable. Uh, does he have any, his academics, didn't really learn much about that this week. No. Stamina or power. His stamina is currently at an A. His power is at a D. Any change? Uh, I don't think in either of those categories, no. Me neither. I don't feel compelled. So. All right. Um, let's go ahead. Do you want to do Moe's or Cookie next? Let's do Cookie next. Okay. All right. Any changes for Cookie? So sh- social status, any change there? He, I'm thinking a big one. You know, the, the ladies like new Cookie. <laughs> they do. He cleans up well. Yeah, he does clean up really well, as uh, Susie Crabgrass notes. Yeah. Uh, he's at a B right now. Um, I think he's going to go up. I think he's at like a A minus. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. He does. He cleaned up very well. So all of a sudden, lost all of his hair. Any other changes for him? Yeah, I can't think of any others either. Uh, power, he's already an A. He did a really nice job leading the um, atomic flush, in my opinion. Yep. So, all right, lastly, we got Moe's. Moe's um, really high grades right now. Really high. She had uh, 100, an A plus for academics, A plus for her stamina. Social status is a B, and her power is an A minus. I think her social status is about to go up because this is the best photo she's had. Yeah. Yeah, people are going to see this. Um, and yeah, I'm like, that's her. That's her. But also, um, and she put out the rumor. She did not. E- not and e- if we take Claire Sawyer at face value with her calling her Jennifer, then Moe's is succeeding at making female friends, yeah. which we did also see with her little team huddle in the mm-hmm. bathroom. Yeah. So I, she's at a B now. Are we putting her up to like an A minus? Yeah, I think an A minus. In social status? Well, yeah. Uh, power, stamina, academics, any of those impacted? No, I think those. No. Yeah, I think it, in general, both episodes kind of gave the characters a nice win. Yeah. So that we didn't have any that really had uh, some major downfalls this week. So who do we want to look at for our uh, CP group? We have, I, I feel like Sweeney. I should, have. Uh, I have Gordy Sweeney and the lunch lady. Okay. Yeah. We don't have one for the lunch lady yet, so we can, uh, I'm more than happy to get her in here. Let's start with Gordy. Any changes to academics? Did he show any smarts? Yeah. So Gordy's currently academically at a C. Um, I think that the rumor was not going around about the atomic flesh. You think Gordy pushed that one out there? I think he put it out there to make it happen. I also um, got that vibe. Yeah, I don't know if this impacts his academics, but perhaps his power. 
I mean, just power-wise, he's the one who he sawed a hole into Sweeney's barricade. Mm-hmm. Social yeah. status can probably go up, you know. He, yeah, he worked. are using his office as a base. Mm-hmm. Let them use it. He's at a B minus now, so we'll put him to a B. I'm thinking for okay. social status. His power, we were thinking, could go up a little bit as well. Yeah. Okay. Um. Is stamina? I think we'll keep him at a 92, but I do think it's worth noting that uh, if my theory is correct, he's the one who's brought up the atomic flush year after year. So he has kept pushing for it until he finally found the right group. So do you want to push his stamina to an A? He's So he's at an A minus now. I'm okay with leaving him at an A minus. I actually think we can increase Gordy's academics to a C plus because he uses that Einstein bit to outsmart Sweeney. That's true. That's true. And is his power at a B plus? Uh, his power right now is at an A minus. Okay. All right. All right, and let's nice see. Update for Gordy. Uh, we have Sweeney. So Sweeney uh, is currently at an A plus academically. I think he's very intelligent. Social status, not as much. He's he's uh, I think failing there. And yeah. then power, uh, he has an A, and stamina, he's at a B plus. So what are we thinking for changes? I think stamina goes up to an A minus. He's been fighting the atomic flush for years. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's really been something he's been adamant about, sh- about shutting down. I think that it boosts his stamina. I think his power goes down though. So. You think his power goes down? Mm-hmm. He's not as uh, all threatening anymore. No. So what do no. you think? B? Yeah, I think a B. I think he's at an 85. Uh, social status, he's currently failing there. I think he was failing. Well, him and Gordy went through something together. They went through the shit together? Yeah, I think that we can put him at a D minus. Alright, that's fair. Okay. And then academically, 100. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Okay, and then lastly, we have our lunch lady. All right, lunch lady who gets all new grades for everything. Yep. All right, so academically, what is, I mean, does she go straight to 100? Because she, like, knows the answers? She, yeah, she knows the answers. Yeah. It's in the beans. It is in the beans. Uh, Social status, she is an oracle. The children go to her. Yeah. I think, um... Social status. Yeah, so if they go to her, she has pretty good social status. I think she's probably at like a... Like A minus. All right. Right? She was able to put the honey wherever she wanted. That. That's true. I feel like she has a lot of power. A lot of sway in the school. That honey can go wherever she wants. Uh, I also wouldn't mess with her. Me neither. No. She uh, sees too much. Is she at an A minus for her power too? I think so. What about her stamina? I, I think an A. Yeah. She's really going through it every day, giving these kids their fortunes. Definitely one of our strongest um, strongest supports here of the show. And that's it. That is uh, that. And now we just have to rate the episode, Ren. All right. What would you give it on a scale of uh, 1 to 10? I'm going to give this one an 8.5. Nice. I... 
I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, the first segment, Rumors, was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. I loved the Atomic Flush. Photo Day, Cookie's plot was <laughs> fantastic. And just just well-written episode, well-paced, mm-hmm. good humor. I feel like they're setting up stuff for Ned and Moe's later on in the show. Yeah. It's so early. I like how self-referential the show is just seven episodes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I really appreciate, a lot of, the, a lot of like, uh, with Cookie and Lisa Zemo both thinking that Ned and Moe's go together, you know, that's foreshadowing for Ned and Moe's, but it's also foreshadowing for Ned and Cook, for Cookie and Lisa paralleling them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. I think it's cute. Cute detail. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with an eight for right. it. Um, I agree. A, a, a lot of those same points. Um, the Atomic Flush, legendary. Absolutely legendary. So uh, I got to gotta go with that eight. I enjoyed both segments. Uh, I definitely, I think, liked Rumors a little bit more than Photo Day. But Photo Day was still still fun. That Moe's storyline was not my favorite. Um, but I liked everything else going on around it. So. Um, so, Rhett, next week, uh, we will be watching Season 1, Episode 8 of Ned's Declassified. Um, Talent shows and elections. Ooh, that should be fun. There's always a good school election episode in every show. We can so. finally do presidential ratings again. <laughs> I can't wait to rate these <laughs> uh, these school presidents. So, uh, Other than that, Ren, you feeling good? I'm feeling great. Yeah, I love that that we're back. I love that we got to talk some Neds. Uh, and I am, you know, excited for, we'll figure out when our 50th is. And we'll probably give an actual date to that episode sometime soon. So, other than that, Ren, are we good? I think we're good. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Check out our social medias. Um, check out our feedback forms. Um, now that I am, I'm back from my trip, I'll make sure to, to share out those and the different links this week as well to try to get some more traction there. And otherwise, um, thank you all so much and have a great rest of your day. Enjoy your local outlet mall. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Try Walt's favorite childhood chicken. Walt's Walt's favorite childhood chicken. That was my favorite thing I got at Disney. What is his? What do you? Is that an item on a menu? Walt's yeah, chicken. Nicole and I went to some restaurant where they had like Walt's favorite childhood chicken. Walt's favorite childhood <laughs> chicken. Is that what it's? Uh... All right. So I googled that. Uh, it resulted in, all right, I got three things. Walt Disney's College of Knowledge, um, <laughs> which I don't think that that's a place he went to. Um, yeah, is his Johnny favorite is chili and beans? Yeah, I don't know. His favorite thing is chili and beans. He's not known for his love of chicken, Ren. No, he is. Did you eat, was it chili and beans, but it was fried, and so it looked like chicken, but when you bit no, into it, it, it was, was chili and beans? Chicken from his childhood. The, the, the menu said like it was aged um it could have been an age did you eat walt's aged chicken 
Like, Walt's famous age chicken. Yeah, could you imagine, uh, you know, people have wine cellars? Like, yes, this is my chicken cellar. 